pros. Lowe's wants to help you keep working. That's why we're open for pro business hours 6 to 7 a.m. Monday through Saturday. You'll find the quantities you expect with dedicated pro associates and loaders to help you get what you need fast and load you up curbside. Now, more than ever, we know you need to win every single bid. You can count on Lowe's for special values on pro-trusted brands and savings when you buy in bulk. Save yourself a trip by shopping Lowe'sforpros.com, where we can ship thousands of items to your doorstep or to the job site. Lowe's is open and pro-ready. It's a good show! Hello, everybody. Welcome to Let's Talk About Texts. I'm Kara. I'm Megan Gailey. And, and I'm Christy. <laughs> Christy Coffee, unfortunately, cannot be with us today. So Megan and I, much like we did on our trip to Sea Book Club, are flying solo. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are very happy to be here with you. Just um, testing out the two-man format. We'll see how that works. We're too chatty. See how our chemistry too. goes. Um, uh, we are eating today. A Trader Joe's popcorn with herbs and spices, something I just brought from home, something that a former secret giver on our podcast, Lizzie Cooperman, left at my home. Love Lizzie. As a, she ate some of my Smart Pop, and then she got that for me as a replacement. What? And I was like, fine with it. Because I had never tried this before. I just have eaten so much of your food and drank so much of your alcohol and smoked so much of your weed. Oh. And I don't think I've contributed anything in your life in any way. Oh, stop it. Uh, when you come to my house, you're free. My stuff is your stuff. I, do, I'm, I would never be like, Megan, I would love for you to just like grab a bottle of alcohol since you've drank at my house before. That's so your crazy. stuff is my stuff and my stuff is your stuff. Oh my God, should we start a singing group? <laughs> Christy's going to be upset with <laughs> the turn that this has taken. Herbs and spices? Yeah. And so I thought it was good. You thought it was good. It's got a little correct. bit, it's popcorn with a little bit of a ting, but it's also got Eight. too much fat. So for two cups of popcorn, which I know sounds like a lot, but it's actually not a lot. It's like, like two handfuls. Eat. Yeah. It's eight grams of fat. And I always think of popcorn as like a no fat. Yeah. But maybe that's Orville and this is Joe. And <laughs> we're Who's different. to say? Um, um, but it was delicious. Well, I ate good. three pieces of, uh, it's the NBA Finals right now, and uh, even though my boyfriend CJ and I, also former secret giver, moved <laughs> in not even two weeks ago, we've now entertained people at our home three times for basketball-related well, events. Well, let's um, jump right into what we've been texting about, because that is one of the things. So I'm not a huge sports fan. We know Megan is a huge sports fan, but I do love to keep up with a final. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever there's, like, the final conference of, of baseball or basketball or football, I kind of just want to know, like, who's going to be in the final yeah, showdowns. Fun. I think that's fun. So I have been keeping up with Megan, asking her questions Ooh. about what's going on. And I feel as though every time I do text you and say, wait, so who's in the finals now or what's going on with the Cavs? You're like, you just text me back a photo of 10 men in your house all watching the television. <sighs> and also, we also recently discovered that her boyfriend, CJ's mental state is very deeply tied to how well that's... the Cavs are going to do. So right now it's pretty fat, fragile. <laughs> you texted me, was it last night? Yeah. And you said, how's CJ doing? But it was like... <laughs> It what was 
nice about it. I didn't see it. My phone was across the room. There was a sea of men in between me and getting to it. So I didn't get until like 30 minutes after you had sent it after the end of the game. So when I read it, I had I was high and drunk enough that I had forgotten that there was a game. And I thought CJ had done something, even though he had been sitting directly next to me for the last four hours. I was like, I almost like looked at him like, what the fuck like, did you how's, do? How's CJ holding up during this Me Too scandal that just um, arose on Twitter for, so, for CJ? That would be truly shocking. I think um, that's about as likely as my husband getting a Me Too scandal. But um, So the Cavs are now down 0-3. to three, I And I don't mean to laugh. Because they were it, doing well yesterday, though. Weren't they ahead for most of it? And the first game we watched at Aaron Lennox's house, mm-hmm. friend of the show, <laughs> and had a great time. Oh, she had a friend there. God. I don't want to really. This woman. <laughs> <clears throat> so game one of the NBA Finals was very, very like up and down, tense, wild. Ended up going into overtime. Mm-hmm. There was like a last minute like snafu by J.R. Smith and George Hill and to uh, throw everyone under the bus. And, like, we were maybe 30 seconds till the end of regulation, game tied. And I'm, like, in the kitchen pouring myself another free glass of Prosecco. And <laughs> she and CJ and I were the only ones in the room. I don't know where the fuck everybody abandoned us. And she looks at us and goes, so, did you guys vote yet? Bitch, what? This is the fucking finals. What are you... T- this is the point our society is at? That we just don't care about LeBron? Like, I, I, we're going... And CJ goes, no. I'm not voting. Like, he was, like, so mad at her. And then I go, no, he's... No, remember you voted. Like, I was trying to, like, backtrack. Because I was like, we're going to miss the end of the game because she's going to try and talk to us about... And I'm sure she's very nice, but it was. I was very, like... Not the time. Yeah. This is not the... This Let's is not the, keep it. This is not... We're not having a Gavin Newsom discussion right now, okay? Right. Well, she sounds like a person who doesn't like sports, maybe, and just wants... Yeah, just wants to focus on other things. Because there was steak? Okay. Yeah. I guess... (laughs) I've gone to parties for less. Here's what I did for voting in L.A. I literally went to the L.A. Times, and I looked up who they recommended, and I voted for those people. I just don't have time to... to, I didn't have time to research all these, like, court appointments. There were, like, ten court appointments for federal judges, or for state judges. There was like who's the state insurance person? Like there was too, too much. I, I love to be civically engaged, but it was it was a tough. I do feel like sometimes on the props, and there's lots of props out here. Yeah, in the California, props I like to vote they on. Kind of try and trick you. Like you'll be like, I like I like uh, marijuana. Yeah, but the wording is like vote no, and you're like, well, of course I'll vote yes on marijuana, but, like, the proposition is, like... Totally. Again. And I'm like, guys, oh, my God. I've definitely taken in cheat sheets, but they're ones that I've written out, but it is, like... Yeah, I took in ooh. a cheat sheet for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, uh, listen, I'm willing and ready to to talk about it. I have so many thoughts on... Kellyanne Conway's like conditioning treatments. I can oh, go. She needs a leave. I in. can go deep on 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 Russia, but not not while LeBron is yeah. trying to carry twelve men on his back to a victory in the NBA Finals. Yeah. It's just not. So I, by the time this airs on Tuesday, it may well, they'll be we, they'll be done. 
You think it'll be done? Yeah, yeah, because... But if they win, it'll keep going, right? They're down zero to three. So what I think what could potentially happen is game five is tomorrow... Game four is tomorrow. Yeah. And that was brought up when all these men were at my house. It's also strange... Uh, I won't even get into it because I do know people listen to this podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like, I'm coming here to bear my soul and then people text my boyfriend things I've said. And I go, well, that's not coming down. He goes, well, people are recording it, and then they're listening to it. I go, well, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. I said that to the podcast. That was I'm between me and the podcast. I'm saying that to Kara through a microphone with headphones and a producer and a technical person. <laughs> and Christy, usually. Um, so game four is tomorrow. Kara and I and our friend Aaron, who I just mentioned, and CJ have opening night tickets to go see Ocean's 8 at the Grove. I was wondering have- how we're going to do that when there's an NBA game on. He, you know what he said last night, and we'll see if he comes through on this. He goes, at this point, I'd rather see Ocean's 8. Oh, no. That's how upset he is. He's down. Well, yeah, because I went and gave him a little smooch at the end of the game. I go, and he goes, oh, my friends, see how sad I am. (laughs) He was, like, embarrassed. Yeah. But we did get three stuffed crust pizzas from Pizza Hut. Ooh, they were good. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know what? The pizza in L.A. generally sucks, and I feel like we have to lay back on Domino's and Pizza Hut. Domino's is like, we got Domino's the day we moved in, and I kept being like, this can't become an everyday thing. And it's like, not an everyday, but it's definitely an every Every other day. (laughs) And Domino's is so good. Yeah, I love it. We had breadsticks last night. Pizza Hut's the best breadsticks. Oh, I never had. Ooh, delicious. Well, speaking of that, of the ordering of the Domino's, how's the move? How was, you guys are living together now. You're a newly living, cohabitating couple. How's that going? We're living together. We went on a trip together this weekend, a work trip for me. I don't know what. Oh, he went with you to San Francisco? He came with me to Cluster I think I knew that. I think I saw his stories. And CJ, he got a Mindy. Uh, Hello. I'm sorry. If you you hold the microphone? If you're listening to this podcast, in New York City, there is a photographer named Mindy Tucker. Her website is withreservation.com. So she's, incredible. She's the best she's the best photographer in New York for any photography, but for she does she chronicles all of comedy. So mm-hmm. she's gotten pictures of me from like my early days to my wasted days to whatever, everything. Yeah. And if you get a picture, usually people call it a Mindy. Mindy. We're sorority sisters, too. Oh, from we the same, not the same different school, schools. Different yeah, schools. she went to like an But Alabama. when we like realized it, she was like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like like she'll be like lean, and I'll like do it before she even she goes. You yeah. know what I want? Yeah. Kaya knows what I want. Um, <laughs> I yeah, can't so believe she was in a sorority. <laughs> CJ came with me. Gosh, we got room service. Both. I mean, I saw a room service bill, and I thought it was the bill for the rooms. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> San Francisco. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Not a great city. Okay. Pretty, pretty disgusting. Tim Dillon is staying with me, another comedian. He texted me a very similar thing. I He's like, it. the homeless people seem like the most well-adjusted people here. <laughs> I, that's v- probably very true. It, the thing is about San Francisco, you're like, okay, I guess it doesn't ever get too hot or too cold. That's not really a selling point. That could also be... No, I could never lots, handle the weather there. It's lots too gray. Of other places. But there's filth everywhere and it's so expensive so it's worse new york and it's also there's bad like car like cars get broken into all the oh, time oh yeah there's like theft and even there were places even because where cluster fest is in, is in this um really 
I, I almost wanted to say lovely privacy, but that's not true. Everyone's like, no. And so they push out all of these homeless people that typically live, like, in what this park is. Mm-hmm. And then there's chain link fence up because it's a festival and people have tickets. And, yeah. you know, there's got to be some sort of, like, line of demarcation. Right. And so you are you can't even, like, one day I was like, oh, I'm going to walk. It's at 11 a.m. in the morning. And they're like, you really can't really walk from the hotel. It was oh, like because of dangerous? It was going to be a 25-minute walk. And you can't do it. Because, oh, like, yeah. I can't be alone. San like, Francisco CJ was like, is, like, one of those towns where, uh, like, Jared and I went there once and to do comedy and had a great time. We went, we were there on St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. We had, like, a nice little lunch at some Irish place or whatever. We took one right turn and we just mm-hmm. saw a guy shitting mm-hmm. and, like, doing heroin at the same time. And none of those things even bother. I'm like, I've lived in Chicago, Los Angeles, and New York. So, at this point, I've seen it. Yeah. All. I've had strangers come thrown at me on an L train. You know, like, <laughs> you're not going to shock me. But I don't want to not be able to walk places right and then in the also middle of the day so much money for yeah. everything it's and so i will expensive. admit the comedy there is amazing mm. i think it's an incredible comedy town but so are a lot of places that are less expensive to live yeah in. so it's um but the festival's great right. <laughs> but great. then it is a it, it is funny and it, i was there last year too it's the festival takes place at the same time as the nba finals and the warriors are always in the nba finals so you do see this like kind of if it was any other city, I feel like you'd see so many Warriors jerseys, but since they're kind of like, and people that go to comedy festivals are like, I'm loving your sports balls. It's like those yeah, people. Yeah. But I did end every set by saying, uh, fuck the Warriors, go Cavs, you motherfuckers. <laughs> and that really endeared me to the city. Yeah, that city. sounds like you people really loved that. got some new fans. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. And so you guys did a little trip together, and generally it's working out aesthetically. I saw CJ played a very fun game on on stories where he said, let's play What Will Megan Let Me Keep? And he was mm-hmm. posting all of these like hilarious like Michael Jordan artwork and like all this like like a Hulk Hogan novelty cup, like all this mm-hmm. stuff. Not it was it Hulk not Hulk Hogan, <sighs> the Hulk. Okay. Excuse me. He does have a Thor thing some, I don't know that's it there. it was a Thor cup sorry so I watched, that's how good I am at this I watched shit. the Thor cup in the dishwasher and as I pulled it out I realized it had filled with water and Thor water sp- spilled all over the ground <laughs> and it's like you almost look at, at it and I was like why does my son have that like I thought for why <laughs> I did I let child. my kid keep this why did I let little Megan Jr. that's what I'm naming oh my, my god um, Megan Jr. but it's other than that Thor mishap um, yeah, it's good. It's good. We're cranking right along. We, My do, husband, we think our neighbor's going to murder us, but I don't know. We'll have a nice life until then. Jared and I moved in together right after I got laid off of a job. Oh. So I, what had been us... Splitting. Like, no, no. Oh. The, no, the money was fine. Like, oh, I had okay. money. I still had freelance stuff, and, like, I was fine. Oh, oh. I was working at MTV, and they just, like, got rid of my position or whatever. And so I... But we so we were home together oh, all yeah. day, every day from the minute that we w- moved in together. Yeah. But was actually fine. We like loved it. It was great. We have not been home at all, and so at maybe the same that's time. why it's or even it, I do feel like the house is sitting empty a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll be good. My mom yesterday texted asked to come and visit for one week. Oh yeah. To which I said, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is wrong with you? You can come for three days tops. And then, well, you would you ever tell her three days like at our house and then three days at a hotel or something? She came to see me do shows in Chicago and she's like, Can I stay in your hotel room? And I go, No, 
I at this point it's like I got to do two shows. I have to do press. It it can't be. And she's not a great sleep. She struggles sleeping. You know, even she was like, so I woke up at three and then I woke up at five. It's like my mom's like my mom snores like it's bad. Yeah, and I could because she doesn't care. She's like that's fine. I can see my dad being like, okay, yeah. Now I have to pay for a fucking hotel room (laughs) so your mom can. Oh, she's so fun. Um, But how was Atlanta? Atlanta was fun. I went to Atlanta to visit my husband, who's there for two months, working on a movie. And it was our anniversary yesterday, and we had tickets to we had tickets we had reservations to this great restaurant in atlanta and at like six o'clock he calls me and he's like i'm not gonna get out of work in time for this so i went to a bar and had four bud lights by myself and worked on my computer like it was fine and i just think that's part of being married just roll with the punches and sometimes your anniversary is going to be just spent by yourself drinking bud lights surrounded by a lot of people smoking cigarettes atlanta you guys need to chill inside Oh yes, you can. I was outside, but you can smoke inside and outside what? almost every bar in Atlanta. In almost Georgia? every bar. Oh yes, restaurants have like a thing. You can't smoke yeah. at a restaurant, but you know the Laughing Skull. Yeah, is a club down there. Uh huh. So there's a restaurant attached. Yes, good. They and good yeah, but if you're sitting at the bar at that restaurant, which has no, oh, yeah. which has no filter between I the restaurant, forget them. You can you can smoke. Um, Almost every show I do in Atlanta, I have to, like, peel my clothes off when I get home and take a shower. Was the amazing restaurant you were going to the Old Lady Gang? Um, (laughs) Please don't act like I didn't Google it because I wanted to go by myself one Uh day. It was a little far from where I was staying, but I'm going back at the end of the month and I will absolutely be going to Lady Gang, Old Lady Gang, and maybe to the place we were going to go. We were going to this place that was, like, a really tough res to get. I was excited Mm. to go. Ultimately, it's a dinner. We met up when he got off of work and had a nice late night glass of wine together and you know yeah when it's work related stuff what are you, you gonna go, do cj goes hey i got us reservations at this place in la it's kind of crazy and i and i think it's really cool and then he started showing me pictures and it's where tamra took eddie where they have the like giant oh the fork. sword food and uh, i'm like oh, wait fuck you wait I'm not what going place there. is that i've it's heard called, of it like wild and whack i mean it's got like a <laughs> dumb name and i was like <laughs> No, CJ, like, oh, even after we had the incident at the top of the place. and He needs my... to go to any restaurant, CJ, if you're listening. Just ask Any Kara. restaurant. Well, you should ask me, but you should also just Google it with Real Housewives in it and just make sure it's not a place where the Real Housewives have gone. And he was so excited. He goes, look, they brought, they bring a popcorn machine to your table. I don't want that. <laughs> I'm not a child. This isn't oh my, my make a wish meal. Oh my god, that's too funny. I just want funny. a nice seared scallop that will kill you. <laughs> so. I love it. Um, another thing we texted about this week was Christy texted us a photo of a sort of like looked kind of derelict bathroom in somewhere in oh, Chicago, maybe or Vegas. It was a Wendy's bathroom, and she was like, "Do you guys dare me to sit on the seat?" Because she knows. No, Meg- she said, you, "Should I go to the bathroom here?" Oh, I thought she was like, should I sit on the seat here? she said, should I go to the bathroom here? And the ground was disgusting. The toilet looked pristine. Yeah. And I said, you can sit on that. And she goes, oh, I wasn't ever going to sit I didn't even consider it. Yeah. She knows that you and I are sitters, though. Yeah. So it's like, don't ask. I'm a sitter. I'm always going to say sit. Unless it's got, like, stuff on it. If it has anything on it, I sit almost all the time. If it has anything on it, sometimes I wipe it. Yeah, I'll wipe sit. it down and sit. But if it has poop on it, oh no, I'll go to a different. One. I'll go to a different <laughs> stall. Or if it's clogged up, honestly, if it's clogged up, sometimes I get trying to give it a flush. I'm like, pay yeah. it forward. But uh, you know, 
I'm not going to sit there and plunge. I don't work here. Oof. Um, but anyway, Atlanta, back to that, was cool. But it is... I was sitting at this bar having my Bud Lights and working on my computer. And a woman came and sat next to me with a guy. And he started smoking. And I thought that was weird because she clearly looked like she was a cancer survivor. Mm-hmm. And then she started smoking. And yeah. I was like, oh, Atlanta. You guys are too. But it's very hipster. Everyone has a lot of tattoos. Everyone's like very cool. And like, but you know. But then if it's that hipster, people shouldn't be smoking inside. I don't get the smoking. That's it's, like a, it's like the last hipster yeah. smoking no, city. even from a place I mean Atlanta is a much bigger and hipper city than Indianapolis where I grew up but you'll go back and it's like oh we you know this is farm to table and yeah I've actually I've never been impressed by it. when my mom's like this restaurant's farm to table I'm like whole fucking state's a farm so yeah what, they walked outside <laughs> <sighs> sorry I was in traffic for an hour and a half before this and I feel like I've turned into like an elderly Jewish woman while driving <laughs> around LA but it, there are they'll be like this place is cool and you go and it's like obviously these things never existed to the level of coolness when I was growing up here and you know there's curly Q mustaches and you bring in your barrel and you get IPA in it and yeah yeah but then there's also Confederate Growler. flags and yes. you're like guys you gotta mm, you got why don't you try and get them in on some filling some up this, their growler yeah. and not KKK <laughs> but so those those type of like even in Austin sometimes you go yeah it's still Texas yeah like it's like this is hip and cool and South Bio but yeah, like yeah, there yeah. are racist people roaming all around us speaking of a racist thing can I ask you something and I feel like we will probably edit this out because I don't know how to articulate it super well but okay. just you know with the cake thing that just happened the cake thing in Denver with the the decision oh the, yeah that you don't have to make a cake for well, people well the decision actually was that the chamber of commerce that was like that the Colorado board did not act correctly it was that they were discriminating against the cake baker it wasn't necessarily saying that you can not serve someone whose beliefs you don't believe in but I was wondering like from a if when you put it into a comedy perspective like I'm always like fucking make the cake you asshole why do you care don't you want business don't you want business like make the cake no one's asking you to write I believe in this and sign your name at the bottom of the right. cake just make the cake but if you why got always cakes yeah too. there's so many other businesses cake. but it's always cake there's never a florist well what if never you a linens what if you were hired to do comedy at like a neo I couldn't thing. do it. I couldn't do it either. Maybe I would take the job and then go and be like, all of you are pieces of shit. Yeah, like, and, and then, and then just run. roast them. <laughs> be like, take your little hood off. Come up here. Yeah. I'll show you my tits. And I, I know you've never seen any. Per- <laughs> anys? I know you never seen any. I know person. you never seen no tits. But no, I couldn't do it. Uh, Anthony Jessel at Koi Open 4, he actually has a very funny joke about being asked to, like, come and perform for white supremacists. They, they like, in the e- they offered me $100,000 to come. And he, he goes, I wrote them back. And I go, fuck you, you cheap bastard. Like, he, like, <laughs> makes it about, like, eh, they didn't wasn't enough money. <laughs> But no, I couldn't do it. And also, I mean, I would think if a neo-Nazi convention was hiring a known feminist female comedian, I'd be like, something's A that, Jewish woman. That probably is. wouldn't if, uh, Feels like a trap. <laughs> yeah, if Charlottesville does a reunion tour and asks for Let's Talk About Text to do a live podcast, <laughs> maybe a red flag goes up. Very true. Very true. Um, but I was... But, like, if they think... 
if those cake people feel the same way, do, do like you wouldn't do it. So how are you different from those cake people? Well, because I'm not doing it on the stance of these people. Their message is hate. That's what I said to Jer- that's what I said to Jared. We were discussing it's it. Hate I said filled. they're espousing hate. Whereas causing harm. this is, yeah, this is like a person who's saying, like, I don't believe and I'm just refusing service. Yeah. It's, it's a different like, thing. They're not really doing, they're just, they're yeah. Living, yeah. But maybe also, I, yeah, I, I don't think we're hypocrites. But right. if you think we are. Please send us an email. Um, vote for Trump again, I guess. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the best thing that we did, which was oh. Megan and I went to go see the movie Book Club. I know this was a couple weeks ago that we discussed how we were going to see it. and Because we went right after we recorded. Yeah, right? and then oh, yeah. we... and we then fucking flew there. Too. Yeah. I mean, I was driving recklessly. Yes, we, ha- we left recording this podcast and got there. Basically, they didn't show a lot of previews. I think they think everybody that's I think going to see Book Club... Are lit up. Yeah, we got to get out of here. So there was like a preview and we got in there like just as it was ending. And we had a blast. Singing, I dancing. loved Book Club, everyone. A two fucking huge thumbs up. I loved it. It's pretty sexy. Yeah. It's I like had, I had sex sexy. after seeing Book Club. <laughs> I went home and I was like, You're we're like, fucking. I'm horny. Um, Watching I, Jane Fonda get revved up really did it. <laughs> Jane Fonda was completely the Samantha of the group. Mm-hmm. There was it was so goofy. The movie's so weird. I've discovered so much about it since I've watched it. Like, for example, the people that wrote it and directed it, I don't think have ever done anything else. Like really? they've produced other things and they're not mm. old either. Like when I saw the names, I was like, I bet that's like an older couple or something like that. The people that made it are like in their late thirties, early forties or something. And they just We could write that movie. <clears throat> totally. And I okay, so I've I've so that weekend after I saw it, I was at a few parties and people were people that I was expecting to like it said they didn't like it. I haven't heard one person utter a negative word about oh, it. Oh, I've ha- talked to a and what couple were their of critique? people. I would critique that there's not one person of color in it. Of course. And unfortunately Which was crazy. But has- I did argue and say Andy Garcia is Cuban. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know counts. if that's even a thing. But it's like um, that's what we're hanging our hat on. Andy Garcia is sexy in it. Yeah, he is. And Diane Keaton is confused. Okay, well, here's what someone <laughs> told me. Because okay, so we were having this full conversation about book club and I was like Honestly, everything that he said to me that was a critique, I go, oh, you're just making me love it more. Like, everything he was like, he was like, who talks like that? I mean, the situations were so crazy. Like, one of the things he said that was so funny was he goes, he goes, at the end... There's a part where Mary Steenburgen is performing at a talent show, and he's like, I mean, like, what is that? Why is there a talent show? I don't even understand that. And the the guy on the iPad plays the wrong song, and she mm-hmm. goes, oh, it's the wrong song. And mm-hmm. then the guy running the iPad just shrugs his shoulders mm-hmm. and goes, I, like, he doesn't uh-huh. know how to change a song on an iPad. <laughs> but, like, there was a talent show at the end of Big Little Lies. Yeah. Won multiple Emmys. So yeah. Book Club can have a fucking talent show. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That was a, yeah, that Every was a Every good... scene is a trope. Yes. And, and, and now I think we've, I've realized something about myself. If a movie has no scenes that are tropes, I go, okay, that's good. If a movie is all scenes that are tropes, also Fine. enjoy. If it's half tropes, you can't mix no, it. no, no. Yeah. You no. got to go all the way and commit. That's yeah. what I said. I said, you really have to just get swept up in the fun of it because it's just fun. It's not trying to be like an Oscar winning movie. Oh, no. There's issues from moment one. Jane Fonda 
owns a hotel. Yeah. That's not a job. <laughs> and this, I'm not talking like and a mom and pop. Hotel. It's like a massive, huge hotel in yeah. Beverly Hills, I'm assuming. Yeah, they and all live like, in Santa Monica. That's not a job somewhere. Well, has. so this is what he was saying to him. First of all, I've saw multiple people point out that there is a scene where Diane Keaton is at night on a huge swan pool float wearing a hat. A fedora. And a fedora. Uh-huh, and that's uh-huh. kind of insane. It's nighttime. Oh, like, why do you need to be wearing a hat? Sure. And like, also, there is the part where she's, they literally try to do a sex in the city thing where like the girls come out with, where one girl comes out wearing a bunch, wearing an outfit and the other three have to judge it and yeah. tell her whether it's sexy enough. They yeah. don't do the rule of three. They only show one outfit that's bad and then they show the next outfit. I They're know. like, that's the one. And the one that's the one is a blazer with a scarf. And I was like, that was hilarious to me. Like to me, everything yeah, was so, so funny, funny about it. And so I was, they were like, what's with the scarves? And then someone said, actually, I know someone who like knows Diane Keaton or something like that and says she has like a personal retoucher who is like attached to every movie that she does. And she's very sensitive about her neck and her hands. Mm. And so I think to cut down on the retouching of every frame of her hands and neck, there are a lot of scarves and ascots. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, she's... 72. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna, I just like, if anyone from Hollywood is listening, you're always gonna get me with four menopausal women as the lead of your movie. Like, I loved it. Slipping people Viagra. At one point in the movie, Kara and I were, we had our feet synchronized, dancing (laughs) back and forth, which I have never done during a film. And you know I've got some favorites. Paddington 2, all of the minions. Oh, Paddington 2 is so good. Never danced like that. Yeah. I've been caught gossiping at work uh, multiple times today, and our boss kept going, okay, knock it off, book club. That's what it keeps (laughs) calling us. And even that's a treat. Yeah, I love it. Oh, who would you be in book club? <laughs> um, I think I would. This is uh, who we haven't mentioned. Who is also incredible at it is Candace Bergen. Yeah, her character is so odd. But she's so odd. She has. She's divorced and hasn't had sex in eighteen years, and she gets on online dating. That's her bottom. And there's a spank. That's her log line. Tri- um, I honestly feel like I'd be a little bit of a Steen Bergen. But that's yeah. wishful thinking to be like, oh, oh we're going to be together forever. And I'm still going to be like horny for sex at 65. And yeah. like, it's also insane how they're all friends because like one is 65, two are 72, and one is 80. Yeah. Like, that's and the 80 pretty- year old is the one fucking. Yeah. Jane Fonda's like, fuck monogamy. Yeah. Also, that joke about the subroof. There's a part where she throw where Don Johnson throws a coin off of the top of her hotel. Or no, she throws it, I'm sorry, and he goes, You could have killed someone and she goes, There's a subroof. And then they make out That's punch up. And you're like, What's going on? That's- a subroof? That's a joke that we think people are gonna understand. I thought it was hilarious though. There's a punch up person. There's a Jared Logan that was on book club <laughs> going, We gotta add a joke here. Karen and I are going to see Oceans Eight tomorrow. We will have a Review Full and review. I cannot wait. I am going to get drunk, drunk. I think. Yeah. Oh fuck! I have to drive. Okay. Why? Well, we'll see. Because I'm Uber? coming from work. Uh, oh. Guys, having a job is tough. Yeah. We can figure it out. If you're, if you, you can park yeah, near my house. Oh, maybe CJ could Uber to the Grove and then drive me home. <laughs> yeah. Or you could also park your car near my house and just come get it. 
<laughs> I just can't Let's wait to watch out. Rihanna be like, I'm on it and yeah, tap yeah, on a yeah. computer. Wait, Rihanna's like the hacker. Okay, yes. so I passed a poster for Ocean's Eleven and it was like... You mean Ocean's 8? I'm sorry, Ocean's 8. <laughs> Ocean's I'm so 11. sorry. I'm sorry. Ocean's 8. They're, repro- they're re-bringing it out for all the men that won't go see Ocean's 8. Um, and it was like, hack it, steal it, yeah. fence it. Sandra Bullock's is like, wear it. I know. What is that? Well, no, I think Anne Hathaway's is wear it. Oh, that's what I, I mean. Think she's the one Anne, who goes Hathaway. in with the jewels on. I don't know. Okay. It just know. seemed like everybody had a cool, like, spy activity, and hers was like, wear it. And I was like, what's going on? I can't wait, and I hope Mamma Mia 2 is one of the previous. <gasps> oh, my God. I want, can't wait for Mamma Mia 2. I, can't I truly wait. cannot wait. I cry wait. at the preview. I love it. Cannot wait. All right. Let's take a quick little break, and when we come back, we have tons more to talk about. And we are back. Welcome back, guys. What a break. Um, let's jump right into our uh, another signature segment here on Let's Talk About Text. Garbage disposal. They get a spray for LSL with Lady Gaga and Anna Sandberg. The guy that did it did my dress. Let's just jump right into all of our Bravo entertainment. First of all, I would like to say that when I was away in Atlanta and pre-leaving for Atlanta... I have had six people recently say to me, why aren't you watching Potomac? You don't Real watch Potomac? Potomac? I don't. Do I have to watch it now? Yeah. I mean, I've been in it since this is the th- we we listen to other um, Real Housewives related things. And they're like, oh, we listen to first season. I've never abandoned it. I was first season through. You also were first season of Ladies of London, which I knew no one who watched the first season of Ladies of London except for you. And it's excellent. <laughs> and, it's, and it ages well. And I would watch it tomorrow if I was on bed So rest. my thing is now, do I just jump in or do I have to wait you for can a jump marathon? In. No, because I've heard people talk about it. And they say, I think you should go back to the start of this season. Okay. Because there are, there's some, I mean, a woman called a press conference with no press there and just the other housewives. There's... <laughs> I heard about. I mean, that. there's a lot of wig snafus. Yeah, there's some fun things happening. I think the reason that I originally didn't watch Potomac is because I was told that it was supposed to be a show about manners. It was, and then they switched about, about etiquette. Yeah, and so the first season there are like those scenes of like because Dallas was supposed to be about like the charity world. Oh, you know, really? sometimes these happen, and then you know, and then they're like, Bravo pivot. gets in, goes, let's just make it a housewife. Yeah, um, and I think sometimes maybe that's just how they trick the women into doing it because there's probably women that they are like, don't know. I don't want to be on exactly. a housewife, but I do want to be on a different reality show where I will be fighting with women. <laughs> it's like just fucking do it. This is the best franchise. Just yeah. be on it. The reason I was drawn to Potomac because you hear the name and you go, what? There um, is uh, one woman used to be married, but still lives with a guy who was kind of like a pretty famous basketball player. And okay. he has a very interesting and sad and up and down um, life story. Huh. So I was really like into him. And now they're in last season, a former Washington Redskins wife is on there. Um, a, the Washington Wizards uh, coach, his ex-wife, like there were like sporty things that drew me in, and I always, I just like knew that there were going to be some athletes crossing in front of the camera. And now it's so it's a lot of African American women that are it's married all. to old white dudes. It's all African American women. One is married. Uh, one lady, is, who's very beautiful, is um, married to an old Australian man who sucks. And then one 
girl who's the new cast member this season who is like gorgeous, has the body of a fitness model, like an incredible body. She was like Miss Maryland or Miss Virginia. I think I know which one that is. She's engaged to a not old, not rich. Very strange, mediocre-looking white, white man, guy. yeah, who ha- who's like a deadbeat dad. So there are confusing parts like that, but mm-hmm. overall, got to get into it. Well, right before I left the house today, I was I was just letting Bravo play as I do, and I did catch some Southern Charm, which again I don't watch, but because of <gasps> osmosis, I have literally absorbed so, so much. Southern Charm so, is incredible. I understand that Catherine was she ever married to T. Rav? No. Okay, and so. T-Rav and her have two children together, but they're broken up. I know she had her alcohol issues or whatever. This is all based off of me just literally uh-huh. catching snippets uh-huh. and listening to podcasts. But she looked so young when they did a flashback of her so recently. she was 18? When they started the show? 18 or 19. She was very, 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 Why was very, it okay for very, a 40-year-old man to be having kids with an 18-year-old? Oh, not 40. 50. <gasps> Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the development this week, T-Rev has been fired from the show. He has yes. sexual assault allegations against him. He's a disgusting, horrible person. And it is, like, kind of wild that we're getting to watch someone's karma come to them, like, in live yeah. time. Um, he has a—no, it was very, very alarming and strange. And even the—there was a flashback, I think, So, like, last- at the beginning of the show, sorry, like, first season— he was just like, hey, y'all, this is my girlfriend. No, She's not no, team. No, 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 no. Oh. So she was, like, hooking up with all of the male cast members. They were all very taken by her. And then at some point, she wound up with Thomas, but, like, in the back half of the season. And then she got pregnant, I believe, after the first reunion. So or she like, was 19? She was, yeah. She was maybe 20. I mean, so she's, she's like 26 young. right now. I don't even think she is. I think she's like 25, 26. Oh, so wow. we've had to see her go through very formative years on camera while also dating a man who we now know is abusive. Yeah. And whether he was to her or not, he is a manipulative person. Mm-hmm. He he was um like state not attorney general, maybe treasurer. He had like a elected and high he, and position. And he ran for like governor or and state senator or something. And he was um, impeached from that position because he was arrested for felony cocaine charges. He served a year in prison. Oh, my gosh. Like he is a – and then ran for senate. He'll keep getting back up. I you don't can't know. Keep a good, so, you can't keep a mediocre white man down. But you know what was tough about – the Catherine situation is that it felt like there were few voices of reason and help in her life. And I think her family is lovely, and I'm not saying that, but like there was her grandmother passed recently, and so they flashed back to like a scene of her That's and her the grandmother. Scene I saw her and her grandmother, and I was and like, she's was like, she 12 on the show? She's like, I've always liked older men too. Like, even, and what's. Thomas Ravenel, the Ravenels are like the most famous, richest South Carolina family. Mm. They own a bridge and shit. They own like a church and the Ravenel. So I think it was just like, hey, if he wants you, honey, you got to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it, yeah, it's like he's he's a bad person. Yeah. And now we're watching that all unfold and it's, you should definitely, I can't suggest it enough. I really do love it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's just... It's a lot. I watch so much, and it's never enough. Season one, I don't think you need, because there's, like, a character with, like, a mohawk that was, like, clearly renting a house. Like, you know when you go in people's houses on reality shows, and it's like, you don't live there. Yeah. So I, like, get a fucking rug. 
Like, yeah, I know yeah. how houses look when people <laughs> live in them, and now I've watched enough reality television that I know when people are lying and saying they live in a house. So you need to fucking—it can't be staged. I know what a staged house looks like. Mm-hmm. I want trash in the trash can. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Wine and dine me. <laughs> okay, Andy? <laughs> I love it. Okay, did you watch The Real Housewives this week of New York? Not yet. Oh. Because I was entertaining a gaggle of men. Oh, well, then we can't even talk I know, CJ's like, they gotta it. come over for the finals. I'm like, Real Housewives of New York, this season is my finals. This I know. This is my NBA finals. Well, you, we haven't talked about last week anyway when there was a nutcracker delivery. I think what it's, I listened to a podcast recently that Dorinda was interviewed on, and I do think we've really reached the end of Bethany's friendship oh, with we all done. of the women. Yeah, she. I heard she has unfollowed them all on social media. Unfollowed all of them, and, well, she's still following Sonia and Tinsley, which is like, well, that's a Motley crew. <laughs> um, but it doesn't, it, I think what we've all seen, and, and it's probably hard when you're swept up in in someone's like being actually you know like if she walked in this room we'd be fucking nice to her yeah. you know like I um, if Mike Pence walked in this room I'd like to think I'd punch him out yeah but it's like I don't know I have weak knuckles <laughs> um, maybe I would just ignore would we just you're wearing him, like, a scrunchie it would be really fun for you to just fucking and white pants the it's like I'm not trying this. to get Pence's blood on me Ugh. I bet it comes out black yeah or, like goopy yeah I think we'd give him the cold shoulder maybe. Yeah. Are you or like I go, allowed you fucked up my to? state. Get out of here. I should have been governor of Go Indiana. back to mother. Um, but they, it, it feels like they've all been like, you know what? Bethany's a mean person or she's mean to us repeatedly. And it's just not, it's not cute anymore. Yeah. That's kind of like what Dorinda was saying through very, very slurred speech. Um, on the uh, podcast? Yeah, it was a live podcast. But oh it was my like, God. Where is John? Ugh. It was... Uh, She's got some issues there. Yeah. She posted a photo recently of herself, like on Instagram, and she's in London back, way flashback. She's much younger, but I was like, I can basically see the coke on your nostrils oh, right boy. now. She's a beautiful like, woman. Yeah. But yeah, you know, there's some dark. I just feel like, it, listen, I've done coke before several times. You got to rein it in at a certain age and not do coke anymore. Oh it's like, God, come on. To be doing it at. To be doing it in your 40s and 50s. I don't know when I'm going to get to, uh, because we're going to a show directly after this to perform. Thank you. And then tomorrow we have Ocean's 8. I don't think I'm going to be able to watch until Saturday. Oh, my God. I know. I know. It's hard. I I mean, I know what is happening. But, you know, I know yeah, Luann's It's actually arrested. not a huge... Yeah, it's just the Luann arrest episode where everybody's talking about yeah. it. That's all. So that's that can wait till Saturday. Yeah. So, okay. Let's move on to our next segment called It Follows. Sure, follow me on Instagram. And we're going to... That is where we recommend you a social media account that we really think would brighten up your days. Oh, this is one we you, like. Oh, my God. I thought we yeah. were doing one to shit on. Oh, no. Sorry. That was a different thing. No, I got it. No, no, this is like one that's good. And I'll start. Um, I really like the. And again, I'm not, I'm recommending an account that has 3.9 million followers. Right. Like this so isn't something not- that you, I'm, I feel like I'm discovering from like the annals of, of Instagram. I'm just saying this account is kind of fun and, mm-hmm. and brings me some joy. Mm-hmm. I like this account, Celeste Barber. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we were talking about her just today. Yeah. And she is a woman who basically just does. She does like identical 
photos or video clips to what models do, but she's just like a regular Australian woman with like a regular body. And it's very funny because, you know, modeling is kind of ridiculous. And so she'll like one that I'm looking at right now, there's like a model that has like two track shoes, like covering her tits. And she's like looking very sporty. And then a Celeste is like, you know, wearing flipper fins over her tits and it's just Mm -hmm. funny so i like it and she all of them are marked celeste challenge accepted and i think she's oh my god i just looked at one and bethany frankel commented on wow it's like i willed it (sighs) anyway she's funny she tours all over the world i think and she's got like a book coming out of all of her little um thing her book is called challenge accepted and i just think it's it makes you happy it's just funny also another side one But I will say, I just started following this account recently. I don't know why. I'm not a huge animal person, but I saw this cute little account of a hedgehog that I thought was really cute. Atticus Atticus the Hedgie is what it's called. But when I liked it, I got followed by six hedgehog. Oh, that. (laughs) Instagram accounts. Unfortunately. They just came for me, the hedgehog people. No, they um they know where you are and they will come for you. Yeah, they must just check. Or they probably have like a thing set up for new followers, and they're just like, oh, if you're into hedgehogs, you must be into these. But I'm only yeah. into Atticus. I'm a one hedgehog woman. Um, I was like, wouldn't it be funny if I just said my my boyfriend runs a, a social media? Account. Well, you can I'm like, say just, that. No, I mean, yeah, you should follow the check down if you like NFL related materials um what's the other one i tried to find it the other day it's called like highlights yes that's what i mean i'm gonna suggest um this is my favorite yeah i would say it's it's sort of a catch-all for all sports related information it's also a hugely is hugely a word yeah or did trump just will that into my mouth he said bigly hugely i think is real so it's a hugely uh like, if you ask any 12-year-old boy, they're like, yeah, I love it. It's called House of Highlights. House of Highlights. Um, it's run by a very good friend. But is it funny? Are there memes? Yeah, there's me. Oh, yeah, okay. there's fun. There's lots of fun things. And there's um, they do a, a lot of reposts of um, my, my boyfriend's one that he runs called The Checkdown. Um, but, there's, but you'll see a lot of outfits. Um, so there's... Yeah, there, I think you would like it. It's also like a great way for someone like Kara to just go, okay, this is what's happening. Yes, because that's I, I I truly tried to find it the other day, and mm-hmm. I just put in highlights. I couldn't remember what else it was. Yeah. So I just put in like highlights, and it was like not. It doesn't House, work like that. House of highlights. It brings me a lot of joy. Um, I would warn you, if you're a woman, don't comment. <laughs> oh, kind, really? Kind of uh, treacherous. Oh, yeah, because I've commented before. Fun thing. What did I comment? Oh, when Dwight Freeney, who's my favorite NFL player of all time, I commented, like, and I was drunk. But he retired, and it was a very, very emotional day. I mean, like, 12 people texted me. Like, this yeah. uh, just specifically about, like, are you okay? <laughs> like, I love him. I have a dog named Freeney. Yeah. He really, and not even in a sarcastic way, he really means a lot in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... It was like they posted a video of his press conference, and I was like, my light, my love, you know, like crying face, heart. And someone commented, he don't like you, bro. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, once I comment, people will be like, I'll marry you. And then, like, I've gotten sent dick pics. So it's just sort of... I mean, if that's the type of content you like, comment away. <laughs> oh but I have God. had to, like, like okay. CJ will see me about to comment, and he's like, no, 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 no. Back away. Yeah. That's um, gross. But if anybody wants a dick pic, that's where you go. Yeah. 
And um, and that wasn't the intention of the creator of it. He's a good, sweet, good, <coughs> oh, sweet Oh, really? Boy. The guy didn't create it so the girls could get fucking harassed with dick pics from idiots? No. No, he didn't. Wow. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Um, okay. Let's move on. <laughs> Our next segment is called Where You, Where you been, been, Boo-Boo? boo-boo? Where have you been? And Megan and I are both very excited to do this because Megan suggested it, and it was truly a Where You Been Boo Boo that I've been wanting to do. And it's Karen Allen, <sighs> who what is a, beauty. a beautiful, beautiful actress. If you've ever seen The Sandlot, The Sandlot, she plays the mom in The Sandlot. She plays the girlfriend, the female lead in Scrooged, which is one so of my favorite good. movies with Bill Murray. She is in, is it Raiders of the Lost Ark? One of the Indiana Or one Jones. of the Indiana Jones. She's the woman. I think it's that one. It might be Temple of Doom. So she was like an early 90s, just beautiful, and she's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful actress who, oh, it was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Sorry, I have her thing open right now. Um, And then I guess she came back for Kingdom of the Crystal Skull to reprise her role. She just was always this like very approachable, down-to-earth, cool, but beautiful leading lady in all these things. And a great actress. Yeah, and a great actress, but never like a bombshell. Like she wasn't like the hot lady, even though she was very pretty. Girl next door, totally. Kind of like Aniston had she not, had Aniston only done movies and never done sitcoms. I think kind of like Cara Christie and me. Exactly. Approachable. She's a real approachable, gorgeous, funny woman. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So basically, I was kind of wondering... What she'd been up to, like, where had she been? Um, She's been doing some stuff. Okay, so she had, after Crystal Skull, which was 2008, she did, like, a movie a year for, like, two years, and then she really hasn't done anything in the last eight years. She's done a couple of little indie things. Um, Yeah. I just had an idea. Why? Well, because I'm in the process of um, doing... A show pitch, and I haven't yet gotten down to the nuts and bolts of, like, you know, there's characters that I'm like, I would love this person, but I hadn't cast my mom yet. And maybe that's that's her comeback. Oh, yeah, that would be a great idea. She (laughs) is, I'm being so bad right now trying to figure out the math on this, but she's 49... 57. 57? She's 67, I think. She's 67? Born in 51. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So That's shocking to me. Do yeah. we have an updated pick? Yeah. That's the pick. I'll put it on our Instagram for anyone who's really interested. Oh, she looks cute. Yeah, she looks cute. She looks like she hasn't put a fucking dollop of Botox in her in her face. She doesn't care she's about cute, keeping though. it up. Um, she's so good and screwed. Yeah, and- she's so good in all those movies, and I loved her so much, and I feel like she just kind of like let... Uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm you know very she's ill-prepared m- for this one today. You know who she's married to? Well, because I think you were taken aback by your fandom. You know who she's mm-hmm. married to in Sandlot that kind of goes un- unnoted. And so, like, I've, I watched it. Oh, you know what? I watched it with my hospice lady. She loved it. She asked if she could borrow it. Oh, rest in peace. Um, she uh, She's married to Dennis Leary. That's the stepdad in oh, Sandlot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because he's like, he's like. It's like go She's play like, ball with you. Teach like, him how to count. Yeah, they're like that's how they want to bond. He's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, Dennis Leary. I was a stand-in once on Rescue Me. <laughs> Not to brag, um, guys. She was married to someone named Kale Brown in '88, 
They had a son in 90. They divorced in 98. Mm. She also teaches yoga. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she teaches acting at Bard College, which is... Bard ve- College? Bard, B-A-R-D. It's a very good small college where mm. I believe people like... Kate Berlant went there like like it's a very smart cerebral small okay, tiny let's college. Let's go. And guess where it is? Great Barrington, Massachusetts, the Berkshires. That's wow. where Dorinda lives. The Berkshires. Um, so she has developed. Okay, this is great. So <laughs> so basically, she chilled out on the television and took only smaller roles to raise her son Nicholas, who, if he was born in ninety, he's. Fuckable. Yeah. Yeah, he's 28 right now. Um, Legal. She developed an affinity for knitting mm-hmm. and in 2003 started her own textile company called Karen Allen Fiber Arts. And it is in Great Barrington. I bet you money she knows Dorinda. I we bet should, you money Karen Allen knows Dorinda. We should get like a pillow or something from there. Yes. I bet it's nice things. Yeah. I bet there's like a little beagle. And the company sells all her stuff. Okay, and great. she was she got an honorary degree from FIT for her work. Oh, in that's textiles. great! I am going to see if I text if I write Dorinda Medley, Karen Allen. If anything comes You're up, you're just like a regular <laughs> Rihanna over there. Just going I know. Into the, Rihanna's like, give me the co- give me the codes. Like that's the what's going to happen. The Berkshires. Um, what is it? Page six. Do you think the Berkshires has a page six? Oh, my God. It's just like, like a little town It's thing. just like hot dogs at the moment. Oh, my God. Do you have one of those in your town? Because I have one in my town, and we should get them and read them on the yeah. podcast. Because they're it's basically DUIs in mine, but they're really funny. <laughs> Why are, are yours depressing? I can't even remember. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely read arrest. I used to read all the arrest records in our um, college newspaper. Oh, really? Because, yeah, you'd read something and you go, that sounds like something I did Saturday. You know, I knew it wasn't me. I obviously would know if I got arrested. But, like, people get arrested for stuff and I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah. I had a... My mom used to send it to me in college. Okay. She'd be like, send me the blotter. Like clippings? Yeah, or she email. would like... No. Clippings. Clipping. <laughs> they would send it to me. They'd send me the whole paper sometimes also when I was at camp for the summer and I'd be like, ooh, who got a DUI? Like, I don't know. I was interested. But I think my mom was sending it to me to show me the marriage announcements. Mm, sure. Half the time. Um, okay, guys. Well, Karen Allen is fucking knitting, Send and that's what she's cash. been doing, and I love her, and she's just great. You should all go check out her movies. I truly have never seen her in a movie that I didn't like. No, she's great. I should look up her IMDb a little picks. bit more. Uh, a little bit more seriously. Hold on. Is she in anything else that we like? Oh, yes. I also remember she was in a movie about the Challenger explosion, which was, like, very traumatic when I was young when that happened. Well, don't watch that one. I was, like, in kindergarten or something. Um, (laughs) Okay. King of the Hill. King of the Hill. Law and Order. She was in an episode of Law and Order SVU that I remember very well. She plays the wife of a man who goes off his meds, um, and he has syphilis, and it makes him go crazy. Oh, boy. Um, And I know everything about Law and Order SVU. So if you have a podcast about that, please have me on as a guest. Okay, great. Uh, Let's move on. We're going to take a quick little break. And when we come back, we're going to tell a little secret. Okay, we are back from our break. And it's time for I'll Tell You Mine if you tell me yours. I'll never tell. And uh, why don't we start with, with our a guest. secret from our guests? Uh, one of my best friends on earth, uh, the very, very funny comedian, Lisa Traeger. Take it away, Lisa. I'll never tell. 
I'm here with Lisa Traeger. You've seen her on Comedy Central, Seth Meyers. She's fucking hot and cool. And she's going to tell us a really fun secret. Hello, podcast listeners. Okay, so this um, is junior high. And it was me and my friend Julie. And we were walking back from the mall to my house. And I, t- I, and I t- looked at her and I was like, I'm not going to make it to the house. Like, I have to shit. And she's like, come on, just relax. We're so close. And I was like, no, I have to. And I ran into a mattress giant. And I ran to the bathroom. And I shit like I'd never shat before. Like, you don't understand. And it's crazy. Like, it might seem that I'm even lying and I don't even understand how it fully happened. But at that time, I didn't sit on toilet seats for some reason, you know, because my mom taught me things like now I would. But I was like bent and I started shitting and it filled up the toilet seat. It was all over, like in the toilet, on the seats. It was on the walls. It was on the floor. Like it was just exploding out of me all over. So afterwards, the walls are covered in poop. The toilet, this everything is. So... I didn't want to clean it, you know, so I ran out, I cleaned up and I ran out and then a ma- Julie was sitting on a bed and I was like, girl, let's go. And she's like, huh? And I'm like, go, go. And we started running. And then one of the employees ran out of the mattress giant was like, come and clean up your mess. And we kept running. So that's my secret. I'll never tell. Okay. It's so sh- <laughs> I feel like I'd heard all of her disgusting stories and even that one. You yeah, know, there's always me another, delights me. Yeah, there's always a turn around the corner with Lisa. <laughs> um, and so we've already done a poop secret. Mm-hmm. So we figured like we would frame this one as a time that you kind of like fucked something up really bad and then took off. Like yeah. a time you fucked up and fled. Uh, so, Megan. I'll take it away. You take I it away. I did worry all day because I do have white pants on and I've been feeling a little queasy. <laughs> and I was like, oh boy, I'm going to have another fun secret to tell. Uh, <laughs> live. Um so uh, two Thanksgivings ago, I believe, I was for some reason in a not good place, and I got many texts afterwards asking me about my drinking. <laughs> uh, you know, it was post-election, and I just... Uh, so I blacked out on, like, the the Wednesday night, and then on the Thursday night, everybody was like, you got to keep it together. I was like, I'll keep it together. And we were going to a Colts-Steelers uh, Thursday night football game for Thanksgiving, but we went to a four-hour open bar beforehand, and we go to the game, and I kept yelling that Ben Roethlisberger was a rapist. I eventually, a referee, looked up into the stands and yelled at me, what do you want me to do about it? I mean, <laughs> I was <laughs> not in a good place. And so then afterwards, um, I was very drunk, wanted to keep partying and drinking, and as we were walking to our cars, I ran into what I assumed was a bar, which was a fully nude strip club. And um, my two older brothers and both of their wives had to follow me in there to find me. And then uh, my one brother and his wife, now ex-wife, ended up getting the Thanksgiving buffet at the strip club. I disappeared for two hours in the strip club. And then they finally found me. We went home and I slept in bed with my parents for two hours and I had a 5 a.m. flight to fly to perform at Rooster Tea Feathers. (laughs) So I landed in... uh, Sunnyvale to numerous texts from everyone being like, I can't believe you made us do that and vanished and then fucking flew away from the house. (laughs) (laughs) A Thanksgiving that will live in infamy. Oh, my gosh. I guess you can't really do wrong now. That sounds really that sounds like really something to be thankful for. I've been to a strip club twice in my life. Both times one of my brothers was there. (laughs) 
And that is so weird and gross. And I know that. And I'm so sorry. Oh, my sorry. God. That is really kind of gross. But yeah. honestly, from what I know about you and your relationship no, to your family, no. it's not that no, weird. No, 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 no. <laughs> Okay, let's um, toss to Christy, who is in absentia, going to tell us a little secret because she can't be without us. Take it away. I'll never tell. Okay, hi, podcast. I miss you, little boo-boos. Unfortunately, I'm a very busy girl, and hopefully I won't be soon. But okay, so I'm here for my little secret. Um, Basically, I'm very accident-prone. I've fallen down more times today than I could even remember. I have bruises all over my body and I constantly break things. One time my friend Riley told me that I break everything I touch, which is not totally incorrect. Um, but so I work on sets for a living and um, back when I was a PA, I had worked this really hard job and it was like one in the morning and everybody was kind of celebrating the end of the shoot and everybody was like popping bottles and beers and we were just like hanging out, drinking and um, I was hanging out with my friend Alex around a bunch of equipment with a beer in my hand, which no one should allow me to be around anything expensive ever with liquid, but, um, we were hanging out chatting. And of course I knocked over the beer with my elbow onto probably thousands of dollars worth of sound equipment, but I caught it midair and there was just a little bit of like, I honestly don't know how wet it got because I was too busy running in the opposite direction. Um, my friend Alex later told me that he thinks it was fine, but I really have no idea. And I've, I don't know, maybe thought about that experience once a week ever since it happened probably 10 years ago because, you know, I could have more owed more money than I made that year. And um, to this day, no one knows that it was me. And I don't know if anything was broken. Okay, love you. Bye. I'll never tell. Okay. Thank you, Christy. <laughs> we miss you. Uh, and now I guess I'll tell mine. I, this one was really tough for me because I am a kind, the kind of person who, when I fuck something up, I feel like I usually stand and face the consequences. Yeah, you're a cleaner. I, yeah, I'm always a cleaner upper. But I will say that one time I was with my sister and of uh, my New York apartment, and I had just moved into it, and we got really drunk. I had made us spaghetti because I was so b- broke, and I threw up. We got really drunk. I threw up spaghetti all over the front like stoop of our nice brownstone mm-hmm. in Manhattan, and then. The next, and then we just went to bed. Like I yeah, didn't clean it up. But- and then in the morning, we went out to brunch, and I we both made like a scene where we were like, "Who would do something like that?" Like we fully just like did an improv scene where we yes anded each other until we were away from your and shot. everyone was like, "It was everyone was like, you're the youngest girls. people that live in this building. You're yeah. the only people who would do this. Even the pigeons eating it were like, yeah, we know it's we know you, it's you, Kara. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, life is fun, guys." <laughs> That is all we have for you today. Thank you so much for coming on this little journey with me and Megan. Next week, Chrissy will be back. Um, if you are in the Los Angeles area, the di- the night that this podcast comes out on Tuesday, June 12th, Megan and I are both performing in a hilarious live podcast called Las Culturistas mm-hmm. Live. I don't think so, honey. And mm-hmm. every comic takes a minute to like talk shit on something that they can't stand in the culture. And I was robbed in San Francisco and I will be vindicating myself. Oh, I didn't even realize Tuesday. it was a contest. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Okay. It's a contest. Well, 
Well, uh, it's at the Echo at nine o'clock on uh, sat on sorry Tuesday, June twelfth. Please come see us. Come check it out. Um, honestly, we'd love to hear from you guys. Let's talk about text podcast at Gmail. Uh, is our is our email. Ask us questions. We're happy to direct your lives. After you've heard all of our stories of puking and shitting, you don't want advice from us on how to live? That's weird. Uh, we're on Instagram. Let's talk about text. We're on Twitter. LTAT podcast. We're on Facebook as Let's Talk About Text podcast. Thank you so much to Rebecca and Travis and everybody at Starburns. Thanks, guys. And um, please rate us. Listen. Listen. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get podcasts. We love you guys. Thank Be kind you. to your loved ones. Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) It's a good show. Pros. Lowe's wants to help you keep working. That's why we're open for pro business hours 6 to 7 a.m. Monday through Saturday. You'll find the quantities you expect with dedicated pro associates and loaders to help you get what you need fast and load you up curbside. Now, more than ever, we know you need to win every single bid. You can count on Lowe's for special values on pro-trusted brands and savings when you buy in bulk. Save yourself a trip by shopping Lowe'sforpros.com, where we can ship thousands of items to your doorstep or to the job site. Lowe's is open and pro-ready.